Hey, it's Freddy Cruz, and I've made it my job, my life's mission to share with you the stories of the individuals, businesses, and organizations that make the greater Houston area great. One such organization is the Great Age Movement, because in September, they will host the Back to the Future Senior Prom at the Ballroom at Tanglewood, and during this episode, I am talking to their celebrity guest speaker, Joan McDonald, a 77-year-old fitness influencer with over one and a half million Instagram followers. She's the author of the book, Flex Your Age, Defy Stereotypes, and Reclaim Empowerment. And during this episode, we talk about all things fitness in your golden years. We talk about her fitness journey, how she stays motivated when she doesn't feel like working out, and of course, we talk about the Back to the Future Senior Prom. If you enjoy this episode, please share with your family and friends, and hit the subscribe button if you haven't already, plus sign up for the newsletter at cruisethroughhtx.com. Hi, I'm Ed Sheeran. This is Bruno Mars. Hey, it's Katy Perry. This is your man Flo Rida with Freddie Cruz. This is AJ Mitchell with Freddie Cruz. Freddie Cruz. Freddie Cruz. Tell you she go pick Mr. 305, and you already know what it is. My name is Freddie, and it's time to cruise through HTX. Once you reach a certain age, you become set in your ways, and typically that's because you're kind of hardwired from a young age to develop the habits that eventually lead you to the person you become in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, in your case, 70s. So how much of a role or an impact did your early life have on you being this amazing fitness creator on Instagram and all the things. My daughter's a creator. I'm just the conduit that I do whatever I'm told to do. Um, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. If it hadn't been for my daughter and son-in-law, I would never be where I am right now. They challenged me. My daughter didn't just didn't want to see me you know, going the same path as my mom. My my mom was a very strong woman until she got that disease, the polymyalgia rheumatica. But I'm sorry to interrupt. I've never heard of that poly... Polymyalgia rheumatica. It's rheumatism of the muscles. Okay. Instead of the joints. Mm. So your body feels like it's always been being, you know, hit by a Mack truck type of thing. Like everything hurts. Doesn't matter what you do. And she was on um, that prendazone. It allowed her to function as best we could get her to. We couldn't get her off of it because she just, she went, was in too much pain. We got her down to one pill and like it, it, it wrecks the rest of your body. It's a, it's a, a cure that kills. Hmm. Um, and, and it's pharmaceuticals. I really don't have a a lot of faith in them. They, they do work with, um, the natural product out there that has, but it's enhanced and the enhancement does not leave your body. It stores itself away in different parts of your body and causes more problems. Uh, That's why I don't like pharmaceuticals. I really don't. Yeah, and it's such a fine line to walk too because there are some medicines that are great. Like I love taking baby aspirin when I have a minor little thing and I don't do it all the time even though some people would tell you that every day you should have your baby. Yeah, yeah, I know. Waka waka, 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 right? Yeah. Uh, and then 
You've got, and then you've got the big guys who are, I mean, there, you can watch countless documentaries about how these people are evil. <clears throat> but uh no yeah you 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 raise a you raise a, a great point with all of that but can we can we Joan go back to to your daughter and your son-in-law and that that moment that it was like hey mom can we do something because this isn't this isn't sustainable this isn't going to you know we want to see you live your best life how how that conversation go oh <laughs> It wasn't a pretty conversation, and she um, she likes to remind me that it took quite a few hours of her talking her head off to get me to. Um, I, I still I had to make her wait. I going, let me think about this because she was moving down to Mexico, and here I am in Canada. I have no no uh, savvy about um, technology at all. I have to learn everything. And, um, yeah, and when we started, like when I started with her, we we had to do PDFs. I had to print them out, and then I had to go to the gym and, and follow everything. It was just, it was <laughs> crazy when I think of it now. It was, it was very difficult, very difficult for me. Um, and I still am not proficient with technology at all. But um, she, I, I, the next day, I just said, "Okay, I've got to, I've got to do this. I, I cannot continue the path I'm on. It's, it's not. Um, it doesn't make me feel happy at all. I, I was very, very miserable. Um, not that I didn't, you know, have fun and enjoy stuff, but I wasn't." I wasn't being me. I wasn't being the person I had wanted to be as I aged. I was getting fatter and, and, uh, and just not being able to move. Mm. And it sure showed when they um, joined me at the gym and got me doing exercises. I was more mobile than they really actually thought, even more mobile than I even thought. But I was just, too heavy, too inflexible. I had to learn everything. And I never picked up weights before. I did a lot of lifting and carrying and all that stuff during my life. But um, this is in a set um, manner. Like you've, you're going to be doing stuff that that are sets and reps and and things that you just did never do before. So I had to learn all that, how to eat properly, sleep, um, hydrate. Like you don't even realize that you, that you, you don't do these things normally. Like they're not, <laughs> I'm, I'm sounding crazy here. I don't think you sound crazy one bit. I know a gentleman never asks a woman her age. If I had to guess, you were maybe in your late 40s or maybe mid 50s. I know there's one of them that like a before after that, which you may have been talking about before you started working out. Or were you a little older, more like late 50s, early 60s when you started to really get active? When I first started, I was almost 71. Oh, 71. Oh, 
I start, I had joined the gym. I had looked at it. I don't know for how many years before I finally got up enough nerve to even go and join it. Um, it was a little more money than I expected. Like all I had was my pension. So I, um, but I knew I had to do something. The thing is when I did join, I didn't have, I didn't have Michelle's guidance. I was, I was just doing it because I thought, well, join a gym and maybe, maybe you can get a little more fit. Well, I did lose some weight there and then I gained it back and I wasn't consistent with going to the gym. And this is with, with Michelle and JJ, everything's got to be consistent. Like you've got, You've got to do everything the way that they say. We worked with the machines to begin with. And then I think it was the second month where she got me with weights, doing free weights as well as the machines. And um, my warming up and slow and cooling down, that was a major thing too. Like a lot of people just go into the gym and start working out, right? It's It's not the best thing. You should warm up your body so that you're not going to have any injuries and cool it down at the end end of your workout so that you're you don't cramp and people ought to know after they try it once when you do sets of something when you pick up a weight you may think it it's very light but you do sets of them and reps by the time you're finished they, you feel like they've grown. What did they do? Grow in weight or something? Because it's just almost impossible to, to lift them. It, it, uh, it's amazing. The body is, is a, a fantastic thing, but the mind is even bigger. So your mindset, that was, and it still is a work in progress for me. Cause I do, I have a tendency to, tell myself off a lot because I'm not doing something right. Which can be a gift or a curse. Yes. The the negative self-talk, you know, I am sort of a, a proponent of that, but to a certain extent, and I don't know about you, but um, if some people were to hear the way I talk to myself when I'm by myself, they would probably <laughs> think I've got a problem. But sometimes <laughs> it, it, it just depends on the individual that that's what you answer to. And that's what, uh, that's what resonates with you. So when, when, yeah, when times get tough for you, Joan, and maybe you don't feel like getting up and getting after it, what do you tell yourself? Well, to tell you the truth, there are times when I really, really don't feel like it. And actually this past week, two weeks, I don't know what happened. I have I feel like I've got sleeping sickness. I cannot seem to stay awake, but I'm I'm feeling a little stronger each day. And I st- and I go, I go to the gym regardless. Um, I might not work out as hard as I normally would, but at least I work out. And I feel that if I don't, I I just feel like there's something unfinished in my day if I don't do that workout. Yeah. As long as you have a community, if you've got one other person that can help, you know, like egg you on or, or keep you on the straight and narrow, that's all you need. 
but people don't don't seem to to want to do that. Um, I, I have no idea what goes on in the minds of some people. Um, they want they want to look fit. They want to look this. They want to do that, but they don't want to give any effort. And and I I'm sorry. I just don't understand that kind of thinking. Yeah, everybody wants to be fit until it's time to do fit things and they and they're unfit to to do it. Yeah, to do it and yeah. and so a lot of it is, yeah, it's that mindset and doing the hard things when it's when you don't when, when needs to be done. And when it needs to be done, but more specifically when your mind is telling you to not do it. It 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 really is something, Joan. I got to ask you because you got started at a late age and some people are like, nope, I'm throwing in the towel. I'm just going to do whatever. What is your advice for somebody who sees you and is sort of questioning that, that traditional thinking that, well, I'm too old and I'm just going to hang it up. I, I, I think that that is um, a destructive thought. Anyone that can still move, <laughs> should keep on moving. And maybe hang it up is a little bit dramatic, but you, I think maybe you get what I mean. Like, oh, I'll never be like Joan. Look at her with her 22 pound, her 22 <laughs> kilogram dumbbells and look at her with the with the kettlebells. I can never do that. What do you tell somebody who says that they cannot be, that they cannot do the things that you're doing? That they can. They definitely can. All they have to do is start small. We just have to condition our bodies to accept what we're doing for them. And your body will respond. It's it's a it's a given. There are people out there that have written to me and they've got the worst diseases going and they are determined to fight age the way we all see it. We don't have to see it the way it's been planned out for us. I can still remember as a kid, a teenager, my girlfriend's older sisters, they would be active and and be, you know, skiing or whatever. And they have an accident and break a leg or whatever. And at the age of 40, the doctors are saying, you know, take this Valium. You, You don't need to be doing any of this stuff anymore. At 40? That's way back when I was a kid, and I'm sure it was even worse before. I hear you have an app, and you're you're wanting to obviously reach a lot of people and help them realize that they can achieve fitness and health and well-being and happiness no matter how old they are. So let's talk about that. It's just me doing exercises and Michelle doing intermediate exercises. We are just showing what the program is that made me go from this big blob to what I am today. And when people (laughs) tell me that I'm tiny, I'm looking around wondering (laughs) who they're talking about because I never, ever, ever thought of myself as being tiny. I remember that from one of the Instagram videos I had seen. It's a ball gown that somebody had made for you. And oh my, they, yes, she, they were like, oh, it's tiny. You're tiny and it fits you. And 
And and yeah, it's um it's interesting that I guess in your quote unquote previous life when you were not so healthy that maybe you didn't see yourself as tiny and maybe you never, I don't know, internally or um, in, in subliminally, maybe never thought that you would see yourself as that before you realized that you could be there? When I look back, I think it's like you have blinders on because I didn't even think I was that big until I started seeing the pitch, the befores and afters. Even the first few months, like when I dropped down in size and I was, you know, trying on my 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 jeans and I can get my arms down the front of them. And I'm going, Whoa, like I didn't lose all that much weight, but 10 pounds of fat and 10 pounds of muscle are the same weight. It's just different size. Like you just, your body shrinks and it's amazing the results. And I started not looking so much on the scale as I did with my measurements, when when you can see that your clothes is starting to fall off of you, like what a great feeling! The be- best part was getting off my meds. Like that was absolutely the best. I couldn't. I I have to thank my doctor that I had at the time. She's now retired, but she believed in me, and here I am. And I'm so happy about that. It's ha- it's hard enough if you have to take some supplements, you know, if you're not getting enough in in your food and all the rest of it. But yeah, it's it's amazing, just amazing that I can get off the medication. And it, and I'm not the only one. I've had other people, you know, write me and tell me that they've been off their medication. And I'm going, well, this really does work, you know. Like it, it just in endorses what you've been saying all along it, you're not talking through your hat you're it really happens this is so great that people can can do that i love everything about this and i i'm blown away by your story 77 years old you've got over a million and a half instagram followers this huge community you've written books about it you've got flex your age defy stereotypes and reclaim empowerment and uh, we're going to have you yeah we're going to have you here in houston on september 15th at the ballroom at tanglewood for the back to the future senior prom gala that is put on by the great age movement and Joan, I hear this is your first prom ever. Let's let's dive into this. This is such a great thing that they're going to do for the for the seniors in in Houston. And I hope it catches on and more cities will do the same thing. I mean, this is it's so empowering to see that you can do this in a in a place and and do it with a reduced cost to people who are have limited income. Like not everyone can afford to have a trainer or a coach. And the thing is there's so many of them out there and they're not all good. And to to figure it out, you've got to pay up front to find out that you've got someone that's not really looking after you. And they'll be there one day too. We'll all be there one day too. So get on that same horse and let's ride 
because this is this is the greatest thing. I I am so overwhelmed to be even invited. This is a a really great thing. Um and it's a nonprofit charity which is super if you want a tax write off, there you go. <laughs> you can you can contribute as little or as much as you can. It is for a great cause. We are all a great cause. I believe it. And I believe in this in this movement too. The Great Age Movement's capital campaign is working to build a series of senior fitness parks and green spaces. They're beautiful. Yeah. It, it's a it's they're beautiful and it's a beautiful project to take on. These are, you know, when I when I when I see that somebody's in their seventies or eighties. It's, um, I not only see my grandparents, but I also see my parents. I mean, my, my parents are in their sixties. My stepfather is in his seventies. And, um, you know, I see my family in, in, in you and in our elders. And there's a lot of wisdom and a lot of love and so much life. And I, it makes me so happy that we are, that we have reached a point in society where, where we're starting to show more gratitude for this generation. And I hope it stays that way because life isn't over once you turn 30 or 40 or 50 and, Oh, well, you know, 60s, that's it. I'm going to retire. And then what? Oh, start enjoying. This is something that, that I think we can all get behind. And, and thank you so much for taking the time to not just join the podcast, but to, uh, but to come out and be one of our prom guests <laughs> for the senior prom in September. Well, maybe I'll get to wear my blue dress again. <laughs> the website is thegreatage.org. And if you want to follow Joan, you can look her up on Instagram. It's train with Joan one word, on yeah. Instagram. And her book is, yes, her book is Flex Your Age, Defy Stereotypes and Reclaim Empowerment. Mm-hmm. Do those exercises too. She's got the secret recipe and it's all right there for you. It's not so secret anymore. Joan, thank you so much for coming by the show today. Thanks for inviting me, Fred. You've been wonderful. Hey, it's me. I'm back with a quick little nudge. If you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did putting it together for you, then please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to the newsletter at cruisethroughhtx.com and share with your family and friends. Thank you.